0: Welcome, listeners, to Swirling Worlds, Inside the Mind of an Athlete, hosted by Chris Doncero. Join us as we embark on a 12-episode journey beyond the spotlight, delving into the untold tales of determination, dedication, and triumph within the world of Division III athletics. From the small-town heroes to the underdog champions, we're here to uncover the inspiring narratives that often go unnoticed on the grand stage. So, sit back... Tune in and prepare to be captivated by the remarkable stories that define the heart and soul of these Division Three athletes. This is swirling worlds inside the mind of an athlete, where every victory, every setback, and every triumph takes center stage.
1: Welcome to another edition of Swirling Worlds, Inside the Mind of an Athlete. I'm your host, Chris Donsero. and this is the second episode of the podcast. Joining me today is a good friend and teammate of mine. Please introduce yourself, ma'am.
2: Hey, I'm Kai. I am a senior. I graduate in 2024. I am a political science and criminal justice major, and I run track.
1: Mm, yeah, good intro. So, Kai, uh... How you doing today?
2: I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing
1: pretty good. Thank you for joining me and helping me on this long, long journey of this twelve week podcast series. So let's jump right into it. Obviously today's topic is all about you and you know Piedmont University as well as being, you know, a smaller college compared to a D one. So, first question What made you come to Piedmont?
2: funny story, but pretty much COVID. So when I graduated from high school, I ran track and I uh, specifically did triple jump. So I had a lot of schools looking at me, but COVID came in and kind of threw things off because a lot of the schools that I wanted to go to or had an opportunity to go to didn't have housing. So my dream school did not have housing. Unfortunately, they told me that I could live in an apartment off campus. And at the time I shared a car with my brother. So I wouldn't have a car. I didn't have a job. I wasn't really ready to pay for rent on my own as a freshman, fresh off by myself. So I had applied to Piedmont kind of as like a backup because they had a little pop-up booth at my school. I went around. I saw the school. They said it was in the mountains. They said they had track, but I never thought I would end up there. I just kind of applied as a safety, and it ended up coming in clutch because a week before piedmont like started assigning classes and stuff i called and asked the coach hey do you think i could come because i have nowhere to go because i didn't have housing at um, my other school so my coach answered and he was like yeah we have space for you and that's how i ended up at piedmont
1: interesting story and you mentioned he is that coach browning was that coach browning or was that coach that
2: was coach jemison actually coach jemison.
1: okay 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 uh so uh you mentioned that how have you liked piedmont so far obviously you said you're a senior so this is your fourth year hope it's not your third i mean you'd be a little too smart but you know how have you enjoyed piedmont so far if you've enjoyed it
2: i'm gonna be honest in the beginning i hated piedmont um like i said the school i wanted to go to was a hbcu so i was expecting a much different population and coming here was kind of almost like a culture shock i grew up in philadelphia so again i grew up around people that looked like me and coming here was a whole lot different being in the south was different already but I never really been like deep in the south and to me this was kind of like deep in the south so the race thing was kind of an issue in the beginning I didn't really have a lot of friends Um, there were not a lot of black people on campus so I felt kind of lonely and the few friends that I did make I really just didn't feel like we clicked we didn't get along very well but what changed Piedmont for me was my teammates and my coach. I think Coach Romel was a huge part of me coming into my confidence, being who I am as an athlete, and just a great person overall. She's very fun to be around. She dances for no reason at all, and she's not a very good dancer. Um, she's very supportive. And then, of course, my teammates, they're kind of like my family. I met them, and it was like my home away from home.
1: Thank you for that. And, you know, let's jump back one more to, like, you know, what really made you come to Piedmont. Was there uh, another – obviously, you mentioned your dream school. Can So, matter of fact, let's jump back ahead. Let's, let's jump back on topic. So, if you can think back to when you were a senior in high school pre-COVID, because obviously COVID hit your senior year. Uh, if you can think back pre-COVID or even, you know, back to your junior year or even back when you were a little kid talking about, oh, I want to go to college or I want to do this in college specifically – can you talk about or tell me that specific school that you mentioned
2: so like i said in high school i had a lot of offers um i had some offers from clemson lsu howard hampton i think coastal carolina and then some other like d3 d2 schools but my dream school was famu and originally they were not interested in me for sports at all but i did apply and i got into the school so Then I went ahead and reached out to the coach on their walk-in, like, little roster thing they had. I submitted my times and everything, and he got back to me about jumps, and he was like, I think you'd be a great addition on the team. And for me, growing up, FAMU was in Florida, and, like, being from the north, Florida was, like, the place to be, like, Mm -hmm. the sun, the beaches, Miami, Orlando, so that was exciting for me. I wanted to go to live in Florida so bad, like, from TV shows and stuff, and then um, Sports-wise, uh, it was my favorite color, orange, so I wanted to be a rattler so bad so that I could wear orange and run in an orange uniform. And education-wise, this school was, like, my dream. They had a 3-plus-3 program for pre-law. They had mock trial. They had debate team. They had um, they had this civil law program that they do for prison reform. Like, on paper, this school was it. It was everything I wanted it to be. And I took pictures with the school for my... Um, recruitment on media day it was just like I felt blessed to get into the school but I felt even more blessed to be able to be on the team it was like my whole dream came true and then COVID happened interesting and I'm
1: very sorry that that happened to you know you know back then so let's get back to what I was going to say earlier and let's jump back to you know what made you come to Piedmont and you mentioned that your major is
2: political science and criminal justice okay
1: wow mouthful uh So, when you were looking at schools outside of just FAMU and all the schools that had offered you, and even Piedmont in general, what were some other schools that kind of stood out to you a little bit?
2: So, um, Hampton was one of them. My brother went to Hampton. It was another HBCU. He went there, and I remember visiting him. And, again, they had mock trial. They had debate team. A lot of the things that Piedmont doesn't have, where you get those opportunities and you learn those skills, how to be an attorney. I didn't really see that stuff with Piedmont, but Howard as well. Howard was another school that I was, that was my big three. They also had a great debate team, a great mock trial team, a lot of three plus three programs, a lot of things for law. And I don't remember if LSU had a lot of things pertaining to law, but I do remember they had a really good track team.
1: Yeah, LSU is always up there, especially when it comes to NCAAs. And, you know, FAMU has, has, has a really good team as well. They're starting to come up.
2: Yeah, I always thought FAMU for me was more about education than it was for track. Track kind of was the plus. But for education-wise, for me, it hit the gold mine on what I wanted out of my school. Sports, an activity that showcases athletes' passion and skill. But what about
1: the people watching? Join myself, Matt Kedrowski, every Friday at 4 for Fandemonium, the 12-episode podcast series that puts the fans in the spotlight. Find out what makes
2: fans the heartbeat of the sports experience through their passion, pride, and dedication. Episodes will be posted every Friday at 4 p.m. Listen at War Podcast Productions wherever you get your podcasts and join in on the Fandemonium.
1: And after that short break, we're back here for the second segment of Swirling Worlds, Inside the Mind of Athlete. Joining me is Kai Doyle, a senior criminal justice major and track athlete here at Piedmont University. So let's jump right back into it. Uh, you mentioned your dream school before the break. And I just want to ask you, why aren't you at that college as either a student at a student period or a student athlete right now? And I know you mentioned covid as you know the biggest thing but if there is something else can you can you tell
2: so besides covid kind of stopping me from going there i did have some opportunities to transfer out and go back to that school But like I said before, one of the reasons that kind of made me stay was my coach and my teammates. And I also think being able to run D3, there's not a lot of requirements with sports. Of course, you have to go to practice, and you have to go to meets, and you have to show up, and you're held accountable for that. But in terms of how often we practice, we do not practice as much as a D1 school would expect. So I had more time to focus on my dreams educationally and do internships and i also worked another job just to kind of get out and branch out and not just be only about sports
1: okay and you know obviously i did this in the first episode uh so some of the like the requirements academically for famu uh if you just want to do if you just want to hear famu if that's okay cool cool so uh uh, it says here that the average gpa for famu is a 3.72 right uh, some other things that are here. Obviously, they they have an uh, acceptance rate of 33%. Uh, I mentioned that the GPA is a 3.72 average. Uh, they accept between a 19 and a 23 ACT or a 1020 and an 1135 SAT. So having heard, you know, that those academic standards, how do you think – you would have fared, you know, being a student in that type of environment. Obviously, FAMU is a HBCU and a party school, and they're known for that. So how do you think you would have fared at FAMU, including the parties and all of that, too?
2: So, like I said, I did get into the school. So educationally, I think that I would have done just fine. I actually think that I would have excelled there. Um I kind of feel like my major here at Piedmont is a little bit easy, whereas I feel like it would be more challenging at FAMU, especially because there'll be more like minds that want to do pre-law, criminal justice. Um, Grade-wise, I did have a 4.0 graduating from high school. I didn't do very well on the SAT, but I got into the school. I can't remember what my score was, but I did get in with whatever SAT score I did have. Um, Party-wise, I do like to party, so... I think that I would have found myself at some parties, but like I said about how often you have to practice, I think I wouldn't have had that much free time between doing my pre-law classes, doing mock trial and debate, because that's something that I was interested in, and being a full-time D1 athlete. I don't think I would have had a lot of time on the weekends to be partying rather than studying and being focused on school.
1: So you're saying right here, right now, in this interview – that if you were at FAMU and one of your teammates or uh, even just a friend that you made on campus said, hey, let's go to this party or let's go to this frat party, like forget the homework, take a day off, take a mental break, would you go?
2: So I probably wouldn't go because, like I said, um, FAMU has an exceptionally good 3 plus 3 program, meaning my junior year I would have already taken the LSAT and been admitted to law school by my senior year because FAMU also has a law school. So I probably would be on my first year of law school, and law school is no joke. So I wouldn't have time to party. I would probably be in my books, reading, writing briefs, studying. I know that Piedmont does have a 3 plus 3 program, but it was to Mercer. It's just not one of the schools I was interested in. So I do have an opportunity to go to FAMU. Um, I'm applied there for law school. So If I do end up there, it would probably be the same circumstances. Law school keeps you busy. You wouldn't have a lot of time to party.
1: That is very true. And, you know, another question, how has Piedmont helped you achieve your academic goals, you know, even though it's a smaller school and not a FAMU per se? How do you think being here has helped you and helped your grades
2: Um, I think that I got very personal with a lot of professors so I was able to get feedback straight from the professor whereas if you were at a bigger school it probably wouldn't come straight from them or you'd probably have to wait weeks for an email back or talk to a tutor or a teacher's assistant some way I get a lot of one-on-one help from my professors which is great because all of them have worked out in the real world they have law experience or criminal justice experience so it's nice to have that personal relationship with them. One of my professors, I've had him since freshman year, he knows everything there is about me. He asks about everything I have going on, Elsa, everything. I don't think I would get those questions in a bigger school. And also, I feel like at a smaller school, I excelled better than I would have done in some classes like math or science, where I would have struggled in such a class of like 200 or 300, whereas here I had less than 30. So it was easier to pass those classes because I could be one-on-one with the professors.
1: Thank you for that. And another question, obviously a follow-up question. Uh, You talked about how, you know, the professors here helped you uh, because they, you are, you you are able to be personal with them and have that one-on-one conversation with them and get the help that you need to succeed in that class or even in your major, regardless. Uh, And I'm pretty sure your coaches help you as well. So, you know, let's say a freshman came in or a recruit came in because obviously you mentioned you're on the track team and, you know, obviously you guys have recruits come in and they ask you guys questions. How would you explain Piedmont to that recruit? Like if they were like, hey, I'm looking for a bigger school. Like I'm just here at Piedmont because I got the offer or I got the visit and I wanted to see what. The school was like but if you if a freshman or a senior in high school came in right now and said I want to go to FAMU right let's say your dream school I want to go to FAMU and how do you think Piedmont fares?
2: So I think one of the things I always tell recruits first is that you get your own room I feel like that's mind-blowing for a lot of freshmen coming in expecting to live um with a roommate would you have to live with a roommate with your your first year freshman year but after that you get to have your own room so that's one of the selling points I always start with is you get your own room Um, also I always talk about like I said before the smaller classes and getting that one-on-one experience I had a lot of opportunities for internships and things like that because this campus is so small there are so many opportunities specifically for my major as well because there's not that many people that are doing it Um, and sports wise I just would always say my coach is like The biggest reason I would tell people to come here, she really, really is like a huge part of why I'm still here. And she really pushes her athletes to be the best version of themselves on and off the track. She's very, very supportive. She's understanding. She listens. Sometimes she can be a little bit stubborn, but she cares about your athletic goals just as much as she cares about your academic goals. And I think she's a great person that's leading the track program right now, and I definitely would sell her to an incoming freshman. This is Stereo Music at its finest, and this is Mary Joe saying you tuned in to easy listening spot on your FM dial at Z98.7 Saigon. I expect to see you beautiful Marines at my next USO show up in Dang tonight, so come on down to see me and the Sugar Candies All-Girl Band. Wednesday the 12th. Attention, mass
1: casualty. We need all nurses to head to their post. The doctors and nurses are doing 10,000 things! Nurses,
2: please report now to the Swanson Black Box Theater. Where even is that? Nurses, report now before tickets are sold out. We are so excited to welcome you back to the theater. We invite you to come see A Piece of My Heart in the Swanson Black Box Theater. A Piece of My Heart will be playing February 15th through 17th, Thursday through Saturday at 7.30pm and Sunday, February 18th at 2pm. To get your tickets to our performance of A Piece of My Heart, you can call our box office at 706-778-8500, extension 1355, or go online to piedmont.edu backslash tickets.
1: Welcome to Swirling Worlds, Inside the Mind of an Athlete. I'm Chris Donstro and thank you to my good friend, Jakita Doyle, for coming on and having a conversation with me about her past and also about her present state of mind, if you will, here at Piedmont University as long, as well as giving me insight about her track and field coach. Obviously, we have the same coach, but that that is needless to say. Unfortunately, like I mentioned, this is the end of the episode. You can join me on the next episode as I have Leandro Ferrero a swimmer, a junior mass communication, sports communication, double major, and also a swimmer here to, you know, give you guys some insight about his life and the things that he has been through and what made him come to Piedmont university. So from Chris Donstro and the rest of the Piedmont staff, this is swirling worlds inside the mind of an athlete.
0: As we wrap up another episode of swirling worlds inside the mind of an athlete, we extend our heartfelt gratitude to our listeners for joining us on this incredible journey. Remember, the spirit of determination and resilience knows no division. Until next time, keep believing, keep striving, and keep shining both on and off the field. This is Swirling Worlds, inside the mind of an athlete, signing off. Stay inspired.